we know doubt. That feeling of, I'm not sure I believe that. When someone tells us something that stretches our sense of reality. Doubt appears as hesitation to extend trust, to extend our whole selves, because we're not sure what will happen if we do. Doubt surfaces in our choices to rely only on ourselves, what we can do or accomplish. Doubt makes us question anyone else's report. Peter and the other disciple doubted Mary Magdalene's report of the empty tomb on Easter. And so they raced to see it for themselves. Thomas the twin doubted his friend's story that Jesus appeared to them behind locked doors on the evening of his resurrection. Thomas's insistence that he needed to see with his own eyes to believe echoes our own questions. Did Jesus really appear to his disciples after he died? If he didn't look the same, how did they know it was him? Are we skirting the fringe of faithfulness if we doubt the less concrete aspects of the resurrection? One of my favorite 20th century authors is the mystic, poet, and Episcopalian, Madeline L'Engle. She says that a life of faith is a life of many questions, the kind of questions some might call doubt. Because we know that we are loved by God, even as we may not fully comprehend that certainty, we are free to question. She contrasts a question-filled life of faith with a life of faith that is filled with blind certainty. If we believe in a God who is always inviting us into new life and new possibilities, we face the possibility of constantly growing in faith. And what about learning and growing is ever filled with certainty? And so we live with questions about God, life, faith, our purpose, the future. Questions stimulate our spiritual life and growth because when we have questions, we look for answers. That quest to know more leads us to continually seek to know our God more fully. Thomas doesn't let his doubt and questions keep him away from his friends and his community. He shows up to dinner. We don't know where he was that first Sunday night, but he hears about it. Hey, Thomas, you missed a good dinner on Sunday. You'll never guess what happened. And so when they gather the next week, he's there. Even though he's not sure he believes his friends, he comes. He brings his questions. He stays present to the possibility that God might be revealed again and again. Jesus met people in the midst of the chaos of their lives, 
on the side of the road, at the town gate, in crowds brought to him by hopeful friends. In his post-resurrection appearances, he meets his followers in the midst of the unexpected, messy, and doubt-filled moments of their lives. Fearful disciples gather behind locked doors on that Sunday after Easter. Jesus appears to them and says, Peace be with you. He doesn't tell them they're wrong for doubting or wondering about the future. He also doesn't give them a turn-by-turn, GPS-generated map for life and the journey of faith. Instead, he gives them an incredible and enduring gift. He breathes on them with the Holy Spirit, the breath of life, new life. Life in relationship with one another, life that continues what he began. That breath of new life binds them, us, together. And then he sends us out together to do the work that God has given us to do. Proclaiming forgiveness and healing to the world, breaking down the walls that separate us, and living as one humanity. So what is our proof? The holes in the hands, hand in the side kind of proof? It's 2,000 years later, and we're still gathering in community to remember that Jesus appeared to us while we were eating, and he sent us out to do God's work in the world. Of course we still have questions. That is normal, healthy, and human. It means we still want to know more about God, and that's a sign that we are growing in faith. In Easter season worship, we trade Old Testament lessons for readings from the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the Apostles tell us about how the disciples learned to live into their ministries when the resurrection and ascension of Jesus was fresh in their memories. How their sometimes faltering faith equipped them to share good news with all kinds of people in unexpected places. How Jesus' post-resurrection appearances, like the one in today's gospel, plant and nourish seeds of faith. Easter is a season of action, a season for letting our curiosity lead us into new and uncertain and faithful places. More than 2,000 years after Thomas joined his friends for dinner, we still doubt We still lock our doors and hearts in fear. We still hesitate to trust. We still want to touch and see for ourselves. And what what comes next remains unknown, as the future always is. What we know with certainty is that we are not alone. God is with us, and we will be here with one another asking the questions faithfully. 
We will break bread together and pray together. We will have fun and celebrate together. We will feed the hungry and welcome the stranger. We will speak up with the forgotten and oppressed and break down the walls that separate us. We will walk the uneven and unknown path, side by side, shoulder by shoulder, hand in hand, always in the company of the Holy Spirit. And because we live with questions and curiosity, we will stay open to the possibility that the risen Christ will be revealed in the most unexpected ways. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.